0: Hello and welcome to Moving Markets by Julius Baer. Please listen to the important legal information at the end of this podcast.
1: Good morning. My name is Roman Canciani. I'm an investment writer at Julius Baer and your host for today's programme. And as usual, I will start with a short markets wrap. Well, the all-dominating news yesterday was of course the end of Listras' disastrous premiership as a UK Prime Minister. Although, it has to be said that the market's reaction on the news was rather muted, with the pound rising only slightly versus Major peers and 10-year guilds are failing to stage a rally. It seems very much that traders were not surprised about the end of a premiership. Overnight, however, the British pound came under pressure as consumer confidence numbers for the UK came in significantly weaker than expected, near to historic lows, spelling trouble for businesses already suffering from weakening demand in the economy. The UK's Conservative Party, meanwhile, seems desperate to draw a line under Listras' case, announcing a rapid leadership contest. And as you might have guessed, supporters of former Prime Minister Boris Johnson had begun to bring back Boris calls for him to replace his successor just months after he was ousted himself. In the US, the stock markets fell after a pretty decent start of the day to end at the lower end of their trading range. The S&P 500 index closed lower by 0.8%, with only 3 of its 11 sectors handing in a positive performance on the day, namely telecom, energy and tech. Lackets were industrials and utilities yesterday. One of the main drags on the markets were US Treasury yields, which headed higher once again, crossing the 4.25% level in the 10-year area due to continuous Federal Reserve communication that the US central bank is likely to keep on drastically raising its policy rate to well above 4% this year to combat inflation. In the FX space, the US dollar keeps strengthening meanwhile, trading above the 150 level versus the yen. Gold trades slightly lower at 1620 US dollars per ounce and Bitcoin is hovering just above the 19,000 US dollar handle. Oil, finally, is a bit higher this morning, one barrel of Brent crude is trading just above the 92 year old level. In other news, Biden administration officials are discussing whether the US should subject some of Elon Musk's ventures to national security reviews, including the deal for Twitter and SpaceX Starlink satellite network, according to Bloomberg, US officials have grown uncomfortable over Musk's recent threat to stop supplying the Starlink satellite service to Ukraine and what they see as his increasingly Russia-friendly stance following a series of tweets that outlined peace proposals favorable to President Vladimir Putin. And according to a survey of economists, the European Central Bank is expected to act much more forcefully than previously anticipated to rein in record inflation, even as the eurozone falls into a recession. The ECB's deposit rate is expected to reach 2.5% by next March, more than the 1.5% foreseen in an earlier poll. That advance includes a 75 basis point hike next week and another 50 basis point uh, step in December. Overnight, inflation data in Japan surprised to the up as it hit 3% for the first time over three decades, excluding the impact of tax hikes, an acceleration that adds to the doubts over the need for continued central bank stimulus. Markets in Asia are on the back foot this morning, with the Nikkei closing around 0.5% lower, and also Hong Kong's Hang Seng down about 0.5% when I checked a few minutes ago. In terms of things to look out for, uh, the calendar is pretty thin today, but UK retail sales have already come in this morning, disappointing across the board, with retail sales including auto fuel for September at minus 6.9% year on year, expected was a number of about minus 5%. According to the future board, markets are likely to open lower across Euroland and futures in the US are also in the red as we speak. So this is all on the Markets Wrap today. And now, I'm pleased to hand over to Tim Gage, our head of FX and PM Solutions, Geneva, on his take of the latest action on FX and metals markets. The floor is yours, Tim.
0: Thank you, and good morning. Everyone keeps saying to me, wow, Tim, you guys in FX must be so busy with everything that is going on, especially with the pound. And yet it's been one of the quietest weeks we've had for some time. If you actually look at where the levels are, really very little has actually happened. We are certainly seeing some volatility, especially in the pound, of course. But yet again, this morning we are at 112, more or less, so unless you are willing to range trade and try to pick up 100 pips, it is quite hard to do anything. And where you do get moves, like in the yen, where we broke above 150 against the dollar now, nobody seems to be willing to either bet with or against the Japanese central bank and authorities. Probably rightly so. In the UK, Liz Truss has indeed resigned. I actually think she believed she could stay on even up until yesterday. I guess a certain level of delusion, is now uh, essential to be a modern politician. And who will replace her? Well, Sunak seems to have a decent chance, but a sizeable chunk of the Conservative Party hate him. Jeremy Hunt said no thanks, although a politician's assurance is not worth very much, but I cannot really see why he would want the job. Penny to is light but a bit lightweight, while Ben Wallace is also popular internally, but rather unknown outside of the party. So who does that leave? Yup, Voldemort himself, fresh from a Caribbean holiday, Shaggy blonde hair flowing. Could Bojo pull off the greatest comeback since Liverpool against AC Milan in 2005? Of course he could. Would he want to? Of course he would. Nonetheless, even Bojo would probably not be any worse than Truss or any less liked. So I still stick to my view that on a long-term basis, the pound is undervalued. And as Forrest Gump said, that's all I have to say about that. Otherwise, gold is really struggling. We're on a level here that technically looks quite ugly. A break lower from here could really take gold down quite a bit. As rates rise everywhere, except in Japan, the outlook for gold gets worse and worse. So, caveat emptor, as they say, I would much rather take exposure to platinum, which has held up really well and still above 900. Overall, I would still try to keep dollar cash moving. Levels are very interesting against euros, pounds, Aussie dollars, Canadian dollars and platinum for reverse convertibles and accumulators. And it is so much better than just sitting on cash. That's all for today. I'm on holiday next week, so try not to miss me too much. And once I'm back, we can see how many more prime ministers the UK has got through. Have a great weekend and
1: back to you, Ramon. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much, Tim. Well, with that, we conclude today's episode of the Moving Markets podcast. Thank you very much to our speakers and thank you all for tuning in. We do hope that you'll join us again soon. I wish you all a good day ahead. Bye for now.
0: The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information.
1: What will the cities of the future look like?
0: What kind of vehicles will fill our streets? Think Tank is a monthly podcast where Julius Baer experts look further ahead into the future. We aim to capture the world's biggest longer-term themes and put them into context for investors. Search for Think Tank on your favorite podcast player.